Ever wonder what it's like living in a house full of cats? Me either, until I recently found myself with eight permanent cat residents and occasional foster cats. I'm Sabrina Lee, and I'm a self-proclaimed crazy cat lady. I am not a cat expert and offer no advice to others. Anything I share is from my own experiences unless otherwise credited. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. On each episode of Whole Bunch of Cats, I'll be sharing stories about life with so many cats. You can also see adventures with current residents on TikTok and Instagram at Whole Bunch of Cats. Twitter is Whole Bunch of Cat because adding the S made the handle too long. And now, without further ado, let me tell you a cat story. Sushi. Sushi is the baby of the cat committee. She's actually my youngest, Skylar's cat. Came to us as a foster with her five litter mates when she was only four weeks old. She's been with us ever since. While she's not the newest member of the committee, she is the youngest. She's a Siamese cat, which means blue eyes, a curious spirit, and lots of noise. When she first arrived, she was the shyest of the six kittens. But after a year in our care, she's one of our most social. Of the litter, we only kept sushi. The others have all been adopted elsewhere. Most of the time, I refer to sushi as a pip. What is a pip? In my mind, it's a cat who needs to get into everything. She's curious, rambunctious, and honorary. She tries to go places she shouldn't be. Several of the cats go outside, but Sushi is an indoor cat. However, every time the door opens, she bounds outside to see the sights. As soon as she gets out there, she realizes this is not the place for her and turns right back around. On the rare occasion, she decides to be brave and stay outside. As soon as the human walks away from her, she panics. She starts meowing and scratching on the door. There's even been instances where I didn't know she was outside, and after I closed the door, I heard loud thuds. Open the door, and there she is, throwing herself against the door, panicked and begging to come inside. Sometimes, I'll let the cats out the sliding glass door in the back, which leads to the deck. There aren't stairs down from the deck, and she's really not brave enough to jump down by herself, but she still thinks she needs to go out with the others. Inside, right next to the sliding glass door, Sushi's cat shelves. We've started tapping on the shelf closest to the door handle, so she'll jump up and watch as we let the cats in or out. She knows that a treat will be coming if she stays there until the door closes. Lately, though, I've forgotten to have her get up on her shelf, and out she'll go. As I said, the deck doesn't have stairs down. Most of the cats jump down to the stair rail that leads to the back door of the house. Jump down to the stairs and walk down. So our house is a reverse one and a half, which means there are stairs outside in the backyard that lead to the back door. So you get up to the back door, you go in, you can either go up or down. If you go upstairs, that's where the sliding glass door is to go out to the deck. That is also where Sushi's cat shelves are but on the inside, of course. So like I said, the deck doesn't have stairs down, so most of the cats jump down to the stair rail that leads to the back door of the house, 
jump down to the stairs, and walk down. Sushi, though, isn't sure how the cats are getting down. She walks around that back deck from side to side looking for her escape. Thankfully, she hasn't discovered it yet, and I can simply walk out on the deck and grab her to come back inside. She hates that. She hates being picked up. So you grab her, and she meows, meows, meows. But she doesn't scratch. She doesn't bite. She's super tame. So I can just grab her and bring her inside. In addition to leaving the house, she's also a pip because she's a toe attacker. At night, I don't like the cats in my room to sleep. Well, some of the cats can be in there, but not Sushi. She's a wiggler and a toe attacker. I tend to rub my feet together when I'm laying down, and Sushi deems my feet prey. She will attack with no warning, and I don't appreciate being woken up by a cat attack. When I head to bed at night, she will dart into my room and run under the bed. Usually, I'll go to the kitchen and shake a bag of treats so she'll leave my room. However, on one occasion or two, I've tried to let her sleep with me. This has always been a mistake. If she's not attacking my feet, she's begging at the door to be let out. She's a pip, I tell ya, doing whatever she can to come in the room, then completely unsatisfied with the accommodations. Besides her obsession with being on the other side of whatever door is shut, she's also fond of plastic bags. All of the plastic grocery bags are stored in the kitchen in a lower cabinet near the sink. One of her favorite things to do is to get in the cabinet and drag all the bags out of the cabinet and scatter them all over the floor. The first time I walked into the kitchen with bags strewn everywhere, I blamed the orange tabbies, bamboo and Yoda. It definitely represented their handiwork. However, the next morning, I caught Sushi red-handed, dragging the bags out of the cabinet. I've since put a childproof lock on the cabinet to keep her from getting into the grocery bags and making a huge mess in the kitchen. Grocery bags aren't the only bags she's obsessed with. She also finds baggies very entertaining, which is why I refer to Sushi as a legit cat burglar. One afternoon, I was sitting on my bed with supplies scattered around me. There happened to be a bag of pens next to me. I wasn't paying much attention to Sushi. I did notice she left. I did not notice my pens left with her until I needed one to write something down. I looked all over the bed, even shook out the bedspread. No pens. I decided to take a break. I figured they showed up eventually. I went to the kitchen to grab a drink, and there, on the floor, was the bag of pens. I picked them up and brought them back into the bedroom. Not five minutes later, Sushi returned to the scene of the crime. She jumped on my bed, grabbed the bag, and off she went. I got up and followed her. She didn't really have a destination, just felt a compulsion to take the pens and run away. I've learned to keep an eye on her when I have items out to use. In addition to baggies and grocery bags, Sushi's most favorite bag of all is the chips bag and the contents inside. Seriously, this cat loves chips. Doritos are her favorite. If there's a chip bag on the counter, I'll hear her scratching at the bag. She's smart, and once she's got it open, she'll put her head and top half of her torso in the bag, grab a chip, back out of the bag, and run away. Run away quickly with booty in her mouth. She's not a huge fan of plain tortilla chips. That doesn't stop her from stealing one. 
i'll find those deposited throughout the house as she's discarded them since she's not interested in their flavor she never goes back to them so for her the thrill is just in getting the chip i guess so what ends up happening is someone steps on the chip and crumbs go everywhere and when i say someone nine out of ten times it's me i'm the one who steps on sushi's discarded chip what's funny is doritos and cheetos are a different story she loves that orange dye and will sneak those at every opportunity once she has one she does her usual run away but instead of dropping it on the floor and walking away, she'll either eat it, or as I learned the other day, hide it away for another day. Not long ago, I bought fall Halloween fun sweaters for the cats. The weather is changing, and I thought sweaters would be a great idea. If for nothing else, we could get some cute pictures of the cats. Sushi did not agree. The sweater I picked for her had a hole for the neck and two front leg holes, nothing beyond her mid-body so I thought it would be pretty easy to put it on her. However, being the pip she is, I was able to get the sweater over her head, but as I was trying to put each leg in a hole, she wiggled away from me into a full sprint down the stairs. As she wiggled, the sweater slid from around her neck to around her midsection. It was trapped on her body between her four legs. While the sweater has two leg holes, Sushi was too fast and her legs were not in them off she ran downstairs with a sweater wrapped around her i didn't chase her because i figured she'd be back in a few minutes if for nothing else for me to help her take off the sweater bad assumption a few minutes later she did return but with no sweater now my basement has several doors with several places for humans to go but at that time only one door was open the one to grayson and my oldest skylar my youngest room I walked into the room, but there was no sweater to be seen. I began looking everywhere in the room. I checked both kids' closets. I looked briefly under each bed. I looked on top of the beds, even moving the blankets around and nothing. I then went back upstairs and started retracing possible steps. Seriously, it couldn't have vanished, but I sure couldn't find it. Then I had an idea. I went back downstairs with Sushi watching me closely. I kept repeating, Sushi! Where's your sweater? Then I watched. I didn't think she'd really take me to the sweater, but I did think I would be able to see where she'd go in the room. As I was looking around and watching Sushi, I decided to look under Grayson's bed again with a flashlight. I'd already looked, but there was so much junk under Grayson's bed, I thought I might have missed it. As I got on the floor and peered under the bed, I noticed Sushi going under the bed. I thought, even if she did get under here, there was no way that stinker got under the bed, then was clever enough to get her sweater off. But as I was using my flashlight to see under the bed, I couldn't positively identify the sweater with all the other clothes stepped under the bed. I did see that Sushi had wiggled her way deep under the bed. There are two plastic tubs under the bed that I needed to move in order to see if the sweater was there. As I pushed one, the other got stuck. The bed has a board down the middle, and the tub won't go under the board. So I pushed it forward in a different direction, but just enough to see that beyond the tub, there was something that could have been a sweater. Now, of course, my arm isn't going to stretch far enough under the bed to get the item. I'm not 10 years old, after all. I certainly can't fit under a bed. And, I would add, by this time, the other cats have made their way downstairs to see what exactly is happening. 
I'm moving everything away from the bed so I can lay flat and stretch my arm as far as I can to try to get the item. It's no use. But as I'm laying there, one of the cats takes the opportunity to jump on my back while another decides to crawl under the bed with sushi. I start looking for something to grab in order to reach what I think is the sweater. I find a box of aluminum foil under the bed. So I grab it to try to reach the item. Still not long enough. And also wondering why my oldest has aluminum foil under the bed. Regardless, I shake one of the cats off me and go grab a broom from upstairs. When I return, I have to lay flat down on the ground again. This time, my youngest comes home from school to grab their lunch and just stares at me. Not saying a word, they decide their best bet is to ignore me on the floor, grab whatever they needed from the room, and head back to school. Finally, I am able to grab the item with the broom. And happy news, it is the new sweater. It's covered in cat hair, dust bunnies, and also it has Doritos stuck to it. Apparently, Sushi has a secret storage where she's been leaving the Doritos she's nabbed. Obviously, at some point, I'll need to clean out under the bed. That was not that day. I was just happy to have the sweater back and to be off the floor. That escapade took quite a while. When Sushi ran down the stairs when she first wiggled away from me, she passed my son, who was just getting ready to leave. When he returned from his errand, 45 minutes later, I was just walking upstairs because I'd found the sweater and was doing a victory dance. Jaden, my son, asked, How long were you looking for that sweater? I did not tell him. It was the entire time he was gone. Finding the sweater was quite a feat. Sushi definitely keeps me on my toes. I hope you enjoyed getting to know my cats a little bit better. Remember, the things I share are my own experiences, unless credited otherwise. I do not offer advice or guarantee results. I am not a professional. I just happen to have a whole bunch of cats, and this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. For continued updates on the cats, please follow their Instagram or TikTok pages at a whole bunch of cats or check out the website wholebunchofcats.com you can also email me at wholebunchofcats at gmail.com if you have a story you'd like to share and finally if you enjoy hearing about the cats please leave a review for this podcast thanks for listening and have a terrific day